This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. I was just wondering what your thoughts are and, and any messages that you have for the, the Hillsborough families following um, yesterday's verdict in court. The most important thing is, um, and we are again at a point where it's so important to find the right words, and then you realise again that, uh, you know, that I'm not native, but um, what I can say is that our thoughts and our love is with the families. That's, um, and we are there for them, because I can imagine it's a, it's a, big, a big disappointment there, a big, big frustration, sadness, of course. Um, that this is looks like the the final verdict, and um, so I I understand. I'm now four years in, I understand absolutely. Met not only Margaret but Margaret more often than other people, and um, I respect a lot how much how much they fought, how long they fought, um, and it shows how much it it showed always how much it means and meant to them, and um, so that's. That's it. But apart from that, we have to the better people in the club have to 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 send the right messages about that. But we are there for them 100%. Jürgen, unfortunately, another Premier League manager has lost his job today. Your thoughts on the dismissal of Unai Emery? I was surprised when I got up this morning and saw the saw the, the news. Um, yeah, what can I say? That's how the. Um, the football world is. I have no inside information. I have no no clue what exactly happened there. But obviously, the people were not happy. Um, the deciders, the board, was not happy with the performances, with the results, whatever. And at the end, they have to make decisions. That's our life. That's how we. Um, that's what you sign in a moment when you sign a contract. That we have to. We have to make the best of the situation in the club and when people think it's not the best, we don't do the best, then it's, it's, that's a possible solution. And obviously it happened now to Unai, I wish him all the best of course. Um, he's an outstanding manager and he showed that in so many, in different countries, in different leagues, so um, yeah, it will be fine in, in, in the future, but of course I'm, I'm sure he, he had big ambitions with, um, with Arsenal and it didn't work out. Yeah. And um, now Arsenal has to find a solution, maybe um, Freddie's taking the job now, right? For interim wise, so yeah, so that's how it is. There are there are coaches out there, and um, um, younger coaches, maybe less experienced, but that doesn't mean a lot. So maybe he can take the chance. I don't know. Within the last hour, we've had confirmation that uh, Fabinho suffered ankle ligament damage. Were these your worst fears confirmed? And how much of a loss will he be in this intense period for you? Oh yes. Of course, that's absolutely bad news. Nothing good to say about that. So, um, uh, about a time um, frame or how long it will take, we, we, we are not sure 100%, but it looks pretty sure that he will not be involved uh, in, the, uh, in the Christmas fixtures, let me say like this, so that obviously takes a while. Um, yeah, that was the whole night after the game. Probably everybody in the interviews, nobody asked me about that, and um, that was my main problem immediately after the game. But meanwhile, it's uh, we know it's in two days roundabout, and um, 
We have, of course, solutions for that, for the position. For, we have to replace him, we can replace him. We played without him, played good without him. That's all okay. But now it's important that he gets doing the right things and then we'll be back as soon as possible. And um, until then, yes, we have to find solutions. That's always, we are not the only team that's injured players. So um, that's what we have to deal with now and we, and we will. You're unbeaten at home in the, in the league in over two and a half years now. Um, it's a great place to play football. The fans very much help. And now you've got expansion plans for another 7,000 in inside Anfield. This is uh, just going to make it a, even more invincible to play in, isn't it? Fantastic news. Yeah, not for that reason, but <laughs> I can lose in a stadium with 100,000 people in, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, it's really early stages, so I, I, I don't even know exactly what I'm allowed to say, but it's um, or what I can say. Uh, I saw pictures of it, obviously, it looks really good. To be honest, that's nice, um, but very early, very early stages, and um, it's yeah. The club tries obviously. The best news with that is that we um, nobody knows if it will happen, when it will happen exactly. Um, but the best news is obviously this club is constantly try to develop and, and make the next steps, and that's what I like about the news. Really, um, making this iconic place available for more people is um, is a very good idea. Could have been mine, it's not mine, but uh, could have been. So it's really, it's exciting, but um, nobody knows exactly um, um, how long it will take or whatever. But the plans um, are in our mind and um, that's a good start. Um, just in terms of the goals that, that your squad is scoring this season, I think they've spread around the number of your squad players more than any other squad in, in the Premier League. I think there's only five in your squad that haven't scored in the Premier League that have played there this season. Is, is there a certain satisfaction with that, that you're not having to rely on just the front three to do it, that everybody is now chipping in? Look, we, we always discuss different things. So I think it was it's not too long ago that we spoke about that we, are so rely, we rely so much on our front three. Um, now we speak about that. I, I couldn't care less who scores, to be honest. At the end, I'm really happy when the ball is in the net, in the back of the net. So, um, but um, yeah, it's of course it's good. But um, I still think we could have scored more goals, to be honest. Um, that's that's uh, that's the truth as well. So, um, yeah, makes us a bit more unpredictable for sure. But it's not my real. It's nothing I really think about. It's um, what I think about in the moment. And maybe again, we come to that point. We play. We play Brighton with a. A very, very exciting um, development, to be honest, when you, when you see them playing now, how they play, the way they play, the possession they have. I think they are seventh or so per possession in the league. They had against City 48 or so that they play proper football. So they have really a own plan. And um, that's I respect that a lot. Graham is doing a really good job. And um, so that's our issue now, not who scores or whatever. We have to score to win the game. Um, and we don't play, oh, it's not allowed to go in the game like two and a half years or whatever. We don't think about that, you know that I told you often enough, but it's just a tough one. So that's now this last game, because from now after that game, then everybody has this, pretty much everybody has these kind of um, three games a week in, the, in um, coming up now with different cup competitions. But Brighton had a full week to prepare. So, and they are. Um, Innovative, and they think a lot about football, obviously, and um, so they will come here and try to 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 get the points. I'm 100% sure, so no doubt about that. And we have to be ready. Three days after our game, a very intense game against Napoli. So that's the things I think about. Nothing else. Sorry. Just in terms of the Brighton 
match then the players that you've got available we knew that Fabinho out and was suspended anyway but how are the rest of them looking uh, after the game from um, the guys who were involved in the squad all good uh, nothing nothing else apart from Fabinho now, now okay yeah now be okay Thank you. Yeah, again, it is a savage blow losing Fabinho, and we know that there's no getting away from it. But you had decent players playing in that position before he arrived, and it does give an opportunity to somebody. And Liverpool will find a solution, and it's just a case of of trying to maintain those levels. But it is an opportunity for somebody, isn't it? Yes, always. That's how it is, and of course. Uh, in the preparation for the Napoli game, for example, um, we watched, of course, the Napoli game from last year a little bit, not too much, but a little bit, and then that was um, Hendo played the position, Ginny played the position already, um, Adam Lallana played the position. We can change system, um, we can do different things. So, how I said, losing a player with the quality of Fabinho um, is, uh, is big, is massive, really. But, um, how I said, we are. We are not the only team in the Premier League with injuries, so that's that's how it is, and that's how it, you want to push that moment as far as possible to the end of the year because it's always in in this period. If you are two weeks out, you miss six games, so that's that that's how it is. But that's now that's not the case. Um, we cannot change that anymore, and we have to find a solution. We will find a solution, and um, will it be exactly like Fabinho? Of course not, because nobody's like the other one. But um, it will be a good one, and um, then. We have to play football and we have to win football games again and yeah, that's it. Incredibly, 13 games gone, you've won 12. The wins just keep on coming, whether they're late goals that get you there. The intensity of your play continues to be staggering, but, but how much more difficult does it become to, to sort of have that intensity in every game? as the season progresses. If you look at the numbers, we are not the most intense team in the league. It's not that we... Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. No. <laughs> That's how football is. Uh, teams, they run more than us, um, okay, in the, in the high-intense runs, in the, in, the, in, the, in the sprints and so we are pretty high in the, in the stats, but um, there are teams there. Brighton, for example, runs much more um, overall over the game like um, than we do so it's we, it's not always the same there are games we have to be very very intense and um, a couple of them we played in the last few weeks and there are other teams where we have to be we have to control the game more and all these things but the most important thing is and that's probably our biggest strength at the moment that we don't feel these kind of things not the numbers we don't feel the 12 games we won and all the 13th uh, 13 game with the points we don't feel the two and a half years we don't feel that we are always in this kind of mood okay we have to be really really at 100% um, for the next opponent, and these 100% they, they they differ of course over over the over a season. But the 100% available, they have to be always there. And um, other teams have difficult situations as well. And in, um, sometimes we face them then exactly in that moment. And then it's maybe not the best football you can play in your in your life, but it must be still good enough to win a football game. But in this moment, there's no reason to think about that. In this moment, we, we really we want to play the best football we, we can play, and that's usually a pretty good one. And we have to against against Brighton as well, uh, because they are not only brave, uh, good football playing, they are good organised as well. That's um, on top. And Leicester last week, I think it was last week, Took a while until they scored a goal. Um, in, in all the games, they were really, they were there, they were in the game, and that's um, that's our our job.
to to do and not um, think about intensity or whatever. Life should always be like this. You get up in the morning, it's your best day, then do your best. It's your second best day, then do your second best. That's how it is. Thank you. Yes, I'm going to go to Carl. Just going back to Fabinho, you say that there's no one like him and obviously he's made that position his own and played most of the games. Do you see that it's a job for one person to play and get a run of games to get some rhythm or are you not looking like that? I cannot make these decisions. No, we have to see. Um, they, 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 I have said the three players I mentioned already. They, they played that position, plenty of games. So that's not a problem. And when I say he's nobody's like him, and that's true because we are individuals. Not that nobody's as good as him. It's different quality. Just different quality in, in, for for the other players. Chini came on in the game and was brilliant. Um, for example, and I said last year against Harvey, not only there but Hendo played that position as well. Really, really good. That's it's not about. About that, we just have to to make it work, um, and that's that's anyway always the job. And he couldn't have played couldn't have played all the games from now until March. That was anyway clear. So um, yeah, it's not cool, but don't we, we are in contact with him. We have, we have everything. We think a lot about it, but not in the case that we um, now think, oh my God, how can we deal with it? It's just. Let's do the right thing for FAP and let's do the right thing for the team and then let's carry on. Comments to speak from Egypt's under 23 coach uh, talking about him wanting Salah to play in the Olympics next summer. I'm just wondering your thoughts would be on that. Oof, not. I'm not prepared for that answer yet, to be honest. I've, I, I know I should have asked more probably what's exactly the case, but. We didn't speak yet. Too many things happened since I heard first about it. When I leave the press conference, the first thing I do is ask more what's exactly the case. And then maybe next press conference we can speak about it. Okay, just before we go on the back row ahead, Chris, did you have one? Did you indicate yeah, You mentioned earlier in the week there'd be another scan for Joel Matter this week. Are you any more idea of what time frame for Joel? Not, not yet. Is what's today? Friday? Yes, it's today. So, um, nothing heard yet. Uh, going back to Emery and Pochettino as well, uh, two great managers that have lost their job. Well, being a manager in the Premier League must be one of the most exposed jobs in the world. Yes, it's a privilege, but it also comes with massive pressure and responsibility. And mental health is something we hear about among players, but maybe we don't hear so much about it when it comes to the managers. It's a very big subject, but what can you say about the aspect, the mental aspect of being a manager in the Premier League? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's an intense job. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I've ever heard about uh, not not ever, but re no, really, really rare that I heard about a manager who had who struggled with um, like physically uh, in, in a medical sense because of that. I never, I don't really remember it. Maybe it happened, but I don't. I, I mean, then I forgot it. It's um, yes, there are a lot of things you have to you have to 
accept before you do the job. And um, what is really important, um, a really important skill of our football manager is to ignore a lot of things around you. I'm pretty good in that. So means, is there pressure? Probably. But knowing about pressure doesn't mean exactly you have to feel it constantly because you cannot um, use it, so ignore it. Um, responsibility, yes, a lot. Um, but that's a fact before you start, so you just can ignore it as well. You have just have to do your best. That's actually constantly. And then you know that as well, that you... It may, sometimes it doesn't work out for, for, for reasons you cannot really... Um, have influence on. So that just goes in a direction, it's difficult, that happens from time to time. So I have not, I'm, I haven't experienced this. Yeah, there is, um, it's a very, uh, the, the main problem of us actually, I think, is that we are, that, that is the, we are so in public constantly that everything what we do is like um, judged, criticized, whatever. Um, and I decided long ago to. Ignore that as well. So um, I have no clue what exactly is written about us or whatever. So I, when we, our results are bad, then um, I feel bad. <laughs> and when they are good, I feel good. Easy as that. And at the end, um, I don't think there are a lot of managers out there. They struggle with it. Um, but it's nice that you think about it. It's, it doesn't happen too often that somebody thinks about us. So and, and on behalf of all the other managers, thank you very much for caring. Um, but I uh, really don't know a lot. Thank you. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.